Discretion is advised. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Art Star Scene Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. I am Francis Hall, a.k.a. Faceboy. Sorry, I didn't have you on. I'm Lucille Timore. And today is, today is our 420th episode. <laughs> so it's our 420. It's our 420. And but I'm not high, so that sucks. Yeah, neither of us are high, but <laughs> you know, what are you going to do? We got a show to, we got a show to put on. We do have a show to put on. It's not the best drug to do before the show. Oh man, I have learned that. It's not the best. It's not the best. It doesn't really like. like Geo thinks weed makes me weird, like you know, because like it makes me like too inter- like too into my own head and like not really like social. He's like, there you go in your own world. <laughs> yeah, I had an experience, you know, where I got high and I performed and it was like fantastic, and I was like, oh yeah, I got to do this all the time. It was that one time. It was it that, was one, that one time, time that it worked. Yeah, and I remember. I was, uh, this was long before I started doing my own open mic. I filled in for my friend Latch, who was doing something called an anti, anti-folk scene in the East Village for many, many years. And his voice had gone out, so he was there. And, uh, and I got stoned, and I had a couple of drinks, and I did not connect with the crowd at all. It was a disaster. Yeah, you gotta be careful. Blaze it <laughs> from Calvin, or not? It's cool either way, right? Oh man, I've gotten Calvin too high before. You, you know, I'm a bad influence. I know. So I'll be like, oh, I'll just have another hit, and like, uh, you know, and I'll, I'll just be like, have another hit. You're fine, and then like, he's like, can't get home. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, we'll just like wait it out. <laughs> I was gonna. That's actually on my uh, on my list. <laughs> What do you do when you're too high? What do you do when you're too high? Um, I don't know. Like you just like use your cognitive behavioral therapy. Are you texting someone? No, but you use your cognitive. I'm just looking at things. I use your cognitive behavioral therapy skills. David's doing that this week. After, after. um, Got to get in the mic, babe. David's doing that this week after his bad behavior, and he's actually acting better. So cognitive behavioral therapy works. He sent me an apology letter, but I'm not going to go back to him because I'm trying to use my cognitive behavioral therapy skills, which is radical acceptance that David's going to call the cops on me. Because <laughs> I think he was calling me the cops on me for years. That's what my mom said, and I didn't believe her, but you have to, you have, to have proof to believe things sometimes. You don't just cancel people for no reason. Just for good reason. (laughs) (laughs) I remember the first time I got too high. And it was in junior high school with my buddies Norman and Robert and and Michael. And I was I was blinded. I couldn't see anything. All I could see was like bright yellow light. Bright yellow light. Terrible. And then black outlines around people. I could only tell that Norman was Norman because he had this crazy uh, afro, and I could see the outline of that, so I knew where Norman was. And my friends, they were like, "Ah, oh, stop fucking around, because we fucked around all the time. They were like, come on, you can see, stop. I'm like, no, seriously, I can't fucking see. <laughs> <laughs> I 
And basically what you said, you, you waited out. What are you doing, babe? I'm just reading. <laughs> All right, I'm going to play a song. You're, not, you're just not here. I'm here. I'm here. You're talking about things that I'm not interested in. <laughs> I'm here. You hate when I text. We're on easy street. And it feels so sweet. Cause the world is but a treat. Walking Dead will understand why that fits in with the scary theme. We're doing a little bit of scary th- uh, Halloween theme. Mine is not bit. scary. Yours is scary, and mine is is not unhinged for once. I have gone. I'm as Halloween. It's Halloween, so my costume is that I'm mentally stable this year. So I picked mentally stable songs for my set, and you pick scary songs. But I'm always scary every day, so I didn't, <laughs> I didn't pick scary songs today. I picked very calm songs to show how calm and collected I am, even though everyone's been fucking with me, fucking with me, doubling down. But David actually is not fucking with me anymore, and he did just text in to say that he did not ever call the cops on me. But we do not know that anymore. We do not know that. So I'm going to just keep my distance because that's what cognitive behavioral therapy text taught me. To keep your distance? It taught me to, like, not be unhinged. You know, and, like, if I'm going to act unhinged with David, then I can't uh, then I can't play with David. Tell me more about cognitive behavioral therapy because it was recommended for me, and I went there. I went to one of the... I recommended it to you. I did for years no, no, and I years. Said... I recommended it to you for years and years and years. I said, go, go to Smart Recovery, babe. It's free. Go to Smart Recovery, babe. It uses cognitive behavioral therapy. Go to Smart Recovery. It's not like AA. It's not a cult. Go to Smart Recovery, babe. It was me. It was me who recommended that. So a psychiatrist recommended yeah, and I did it first. Therapy. I recommended this it. This was before we met. No. Yes, this was before we met. Well, you didn't and do it clearly. Can I tell the story? <laughs> nah. So I get there and uh, and I have an interview and I fill out some shit and they rejected me. They said your your uh, problems are too long lasting and too deep. 
for this program. They don't do that anymore now. Well, I went to go to dialectical behavioral therapy, which is next level from cognitive behavioral therapy, actually. And so that's where they take the deep problem people, the dialectical behavioral therapy, which is the offset from cognitive behavioral therapy. So, so tell me what, what, what... So I did DBT program, actually, not a CBT. CBT is like what they do at pros, but I actually did a DBT program, which is even more intense than CBT. And that's called dialectical behavioral therapy, and that they do at Mount Sinai. They have a program, and that is for the more, like, that would really have been the right program, but I don't think that program was existed when you had this problem, you know? And, you know, they, so they are trying to treat more severe people, but, like, no therapist wants to see me, no psychiatrist wants to see me because of my diagnosis. They just want an easy paycheck. Fuckers! They should go back to school. Yeah, when they rejected me based on that, I said, I need that in writing. Yeah. So, uh, you had me write this down. We need compassionate people at big corporations. Oh, yeah, because some bitch who works at a big corporation, and she's so proud of her, we're going to need a big corporation, but she's obviously not very proud of herself. I'm going to go get my vape before I fucking talk about this and fucking blow a fuse. Okay. I, 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 I didn't hear exactly what you said. Uh, yeah, we need compassionate people at big corporations. Um, oh, and okay. while you're... So, you know, this bitch, this bitch, she has something to say that, you know, because she works at Google or whatever. I shouldn't, I wasn't going to say where she works, but, you know, she works at Google and I, and I, but I haven't done anything with my degree. I was an independent contractor for years running my own business. I, you know, strippers and fucking, and burlesque dancers, nightlife people, they are doing plenty and it's a much harder business than working at fucking Google, bitch. Fucking Bitch. And you fucking hang around with all the strippers and you're a fucking bitch because you fucking look down on them and you just use them to fucking boost your ego. You're a fucking bitch. She wouldn't let me respond to her, so I'm responding on there. You got, do, do you feel like you got that out? Yeah, I feel a little better. I said I wasn't going to flip on anyone this week, but that was just because that hadn't nothing had happened yet, and the week it was just not far enough along. It was like Friday afternoon, and it was pretty far into the week, and I was like, babe, we're going to have a good show this week. We're not going to flip out about anyone. I'm feeling better about David. He sent me an apology letter. I'm feeling better about everyone. We're not going to flip out about anyone. We're just going to be very nice this week. We're just going to have a nice Halloween party, and then there's more things to say. Oh, the punks, too. They hate me, but that's the... I'm just going to leave the kids alone. Leave those... Leave those kids alone. Uh, uh, no, no, we should tell this story. Oh, we man, the punks, story. the punks were trying to fuck with me because I was, like, obviously scarier than them because I was there by myself, you know, like, waiting for a friend, but, like, there by myself. And, like, they were all in, like, their little games, and, like, they didn't know, like, what that there, any punk could actually like, show up to a punk thing by themselves and, like, be punker than them. And, like, so they were scared, but they were also, I think, like, a little, like, annoyed that, like, I was sober and they were fucked out of their minds and I was, like, kind of the teacher there. Like, I think they were like, why is this teacher here? And I was like, I'm not a teacher. And then I'm like, oh, shit, I am a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> I, they definitely treated me like the teacher showed up to their fucking event. And, like, and you called me up. And I was like, the punks are mean to me. The punks are mean to me. The Can I come over? Can I stay at your place? And, and, I, and it was early enough in the evening. I said, yeah, come on over. And usually at night, I just fucking want to stare at the TV and chill the fuck out. Mm, but we we had a party. We had a party, <laughs> and I and I and it was a controlled party this time. I controlled the situation, unlike a cold spring where I didn't and he almost died. 
I had to wonder. I didn't know the address, so I couldn't call 911. And then people were like, you really should call 911. And I was like, well, he didn't have any bruises on his head. I didn't almost die. I just overdid it. And, and, and I made a mistake, and 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 and, uh, they say, and then you tried to go to sleep right after you fell. I apologized, yeah. and I, I didn't paid, let you. Sleep. And I paid a hundred dollar fine. I didn't let you, and I didn't let you sleep, so you didn't die of a concussion. But you know, people said I really should bring you to the hospital, but I'm like, he had no bruising. No, no. he had no bruising. Like you know, he's he was fine. Like, you were like you were like I feel great, and I was like, well, I don't think you. That didn't sound great though. Your head doesn't the the bang your head made wasn't the best bang. Yeah, but there wasn't even there was no bruise. No, there was, there was not so much of as a scratch. I was truly, were, I was truly fine. fine. I was truly fine. Um. Yeah, it was. We had a we had a really uh, a really great night last night. It went it went really well. We had fun. Um, it was fun. It was fun. Like um and like controlled controlled. Hmm. Controlled environment from now on. Yeah, and I'm glad that I was you know just up for hanging out and not being weird. <laughs> And quiet and staring at TV and that kind of shit. You love doing that. You're like, you need to leave the room while I get drunk. You really need to get into the mic. This is uh, Sympathy for the Devil live at Zilker Park 2006. Oh, this is my favorite song, babe. I know. Play my songs.
Okay. Sympathy for the Devil, live in 2006, and you're listening to Art Star Scene Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. Go ahead. We're going to play Save Me by Same Hotel. We're going to play that for David. Sorry about, you know, slandering you on the radio. Thanks for not sending us a cease and desist letter. <laughs> save me by who? Same hotel. Did I save everyone even though I was a little narcissistic here, but I save everyone even though I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Nope. Oh, That's not it. Yeah, I know. It was an ad.
you're up. Okay. You're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn, independent, listener-supported radio. Radio Free Brooklyn's mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, free expression, and public art. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. Every dollar helps us stay on the air and allows us to continue our work in the community. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization, so all contributions are tax-deductible. Please support with a monthly pledge or a one-time donation at radiofreebrooklyn.org slash donate. If you'd like to listen to RFB when you're not in front of our computer, please download our free mobile app for iPhone and Android, available in the App Store for iPhone or the Google Play Store for Android. Please be sure to subscribe to our monthly newsletter for the latest news about programming upcoming RFB events. You can sign up at radiofreebrooklyn.org slash newsletter. And our new call-in number is 718-673-8201. Please feel free to call in. Again, 718-673-8201. Mom's gone. Join the Army. Oh, God. So Joanne left. And, and then even Calvin, who, like, I don't even think, Calvin's, like, the one who's, like, not friends with Joanne. You know, he, he's always like, well, I don't fucking suck up to Joanne. He always says that. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's, like, trying to, like, when he, like he's, he's, he's like, I, I actually don't suck up to your mom. And I'm like, I know, and that's why I love you most. And I'm just kidding. I do sort of love Calvin most, but, but I love you all. I love you all equally. Some days I like Calvin more. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Calvin, it's not just because he doesn't suck up to my mom. Just because Calvin's so sweet, but you know, Calvin doesn't. He still he he was getting nervous. Even he was like, "When's Joanne getting back?" Because <laughs> like I'm really gonna join the army if she doesn't come back. So. You're even wearing an army coat. I'm even wearing an army coat. It's I'm ready. The punk kids didn't even like me in my army coat. I'm like I'm the most punk here. I'm ready to join the fucking military while we're at war. China, we're gonna, China's really gonna take us. When China's economy crashes, it all goes down for everybody. It's gonna affect everybody. We're all gonna be. So how did this come about again? They they want me. They, they I spoke with a social worker for the state, you know, because I'm in that program now. So I'm like now like like in you know in the state system, and they've heard my whole story now. They've heard every job I had, every single. They've heard my whole story every time. They heard that the only time I beat somebody up was David, and he had to go to the hospital. But they they accepted that, David. They accepted I beat you up. Okay, they accepted that. They said I'm not violent for doing that. Ah. <laughs> uh... But anyway, anyway, sorry about that, David. Sorry about that, David. You don't count. <laughs> they, I think they just think the, the fights between David and I are between David and I, you know? Um, so they they said I could still eligible for the military even though I'm mentally ill because, like, my story is so good. They love me. The military loves me. They're going to throw me a gun. My Joanne said no gun. Joanne said no gun. She said I can join the military, but only if they have me on non-gun training. So that's not a thing, Mommy. That's <laughs> not a thing. <laughs> They don't have like no gun training positions. Like that's not. They train everyone. They train like the nurses with guns. They train everybody with a gun. Like you might have to pick up a fucking gun. Like you're overseas. Like, you, know, you might have to pick up a fucking gun. I said my boundary was not killing children, but apparently that's not going to be an option. Scary children. So, I don't know. I can't really do it. I can't really do that. So it's I'm rough. A, I'm in a rough position right now because I would like to just go to that war and fucking you know fight fight for. Nothing. I don't even know what we're fighting for anymore. I think there's blood on America's hands, probably, and it's pretty probably worth. You know, but we're still American, I'm still American. I want to be a good American until I um, somehow get. I, I have been thinking about applying for, um, you know, um, what's it called? 
when you um you go to another country and you like you say that you were abused by your country. <laughs> What's it called? Um, asylum. Uh, yeah, I've been thinking about applying for asylum. Because Where? Anywhere. Because the co- <laughs> cops get, the cops, anywhere. The cops are like everywhere. I apply every country because I think a lot of them are not going to take me. So I think it's going to have to be like a long application process. But um, you know, I think like because the cops are so bad to me, I can prove that I have like I need I need asylum from this nation. Where else am I going to go? New York's doing that to me. Where else am I going to go? I do a joke and go to Florida. Fuck charts. No one makes me go to Florida. No one makes me go to Florida. Nobody makes me go to Florida. Yeah, asylum. Calvin, Texas. Yes. I've been thinking of applying for asylum. Seeking asylum. I'm seeking asylum. If anyone wants me, if you would like me, if your nation would like me, please call 718-673-8201. You spent spent almost the entire hour last week ranking on this dude, and now you're now I'm asking for asylum. Now now you're now you're now you're you're playing songs for him. I'm talking about David again. The entire hour, almost the entire hour. It shows I have forgiveness. So if your country wants me again, seven one eight six seven three eight two one, please, please take me. The cops are gonna fucking kill me here. No! The cops. I don't think anyone's gonna take me though. I don't know. Like, I'm not, I don't have a, the best application. Schizophrenic needs needs support. Lots we'll, of support. We'll do any job, but you're gonna have to pay a lot in my medical fees. A lot. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do any job though, and you can throw me a gun, and I will accept that. Remember a few weeks ago when you started listing all of your diagnoses, and I was like, "Babe, it's an hour show. It's an, it. We only have an hour." <laughs> you know, I was trying to think of yeah, like David's gonna call in about the military. I was trying to think about. <laughs> I was thinking about like best and worst Halloweens. I don't. I can't think of a shitty Halloween. Even the one that was during the pandemic, We've and had I some did a music show. Halloween's like they arrested me once. They arrested me once on Halloween. They, really? They woke me up from my sleep. I was sleeping during Halloween because it was during COVID, and so I decided to sleep. They arrested me in my sleep. In my fucking sleep, twenty like guards they fucking assaulted me in my sleep. That's the a police. shitty Halloween. The police, yeah, and that's a really shitty like whose Halloween joke was that? That was fucking scary. The scariest Halloween in my life, and oh, I no. and it was my favorite holiday, and they really ruined that for me. And you know, I've been like only like recently. I haven't celebrated Halloween since. Fucked up, fucked up. They were really fucked me up. Fucked me up, New York City. Hello, hello, cops. Oh, wait. Hello, David. David, see, David's pro me joining the military. He said that in the text message. He's yeah, okay he's with it. Totally see, this is what David and I get up to when so Joanne's gone. Jer- David, are you there? Yes, I'm here. So be a little louder. Speak into your phone. So you uh, think you're pro me going to the military? Yeah, go join the military. Fight commies. What? Go all the way for the American way. The American Fight way. Com- I'm an American. Uh, yeah, David, how, how have you been? How's your health? Uh, I've been so good now that I've been, you know, I, I guess uh, I kind of needed that whole uh, so good experience of getting ranked out on your radio show last week because uh, it guided me to the direction of cognitive behavioral therapy. Well, good. Well, good. I'm glad, it, I'm glad my fucking um, unhinged behavior did something good. I also talked to yeah, you about you on TikTok. Uh, have you ever had a shitty Halloween? 
I've had many shitty Halloweens. I used to run a liquor store for 10 years. Oh, so. shit. <laughs> yeah. Let's hear it. Uh, let's see. Shittiest Halloween was when uh, a couple of guys strolled into my, my store with um, with unloaded guns trying to rob the place. And uh, the guy shot me. He made the same copy of shotgun twice, which gave me the impression, okay, please, this, guy's got a, this guy's got an empty gun. So I pulled my very loaded gun, and the next thing this guy says is, hey, man, trick or treat. Oh, no trick or treat. Damn. And they ran, and, but, you know, I got to be blunt, you know, when you've got a piece raised in your face, uh, you know, it's an eye-opener. Where was this liquor store? This is in good old Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. And it was run by, um, you know, by, uh, run by the Hogs and I, you know, my, uh, surrogate family. What truly scares you? What uh, truly scares me? Yes. Nothing. I like when, I like when you get in interview mode. I'm just going to sit back and watch <laughs> you do this. Like, he's a really good interviewer, isn't he, Dave? Isn't he, David? Yeah, I would agree. Francis, you actually are very, very good. You're very inclusive. Yeah, David and I talk about how you could really be like on NPR. Everybody's scared of something. <laughs> You're good. You're good. He's scared of me. David's scared of me. Are you? Uh, okay, okay. I'm scared of Lucille. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared of the dark. I'm scared of British children singing. I got all kinds of fucked up fears. Speaking of being afraid of British children singing, British I think maybe it's... Singing. Time for another song. British people's children's song, or like, or okay. I also kind of scared of all the bugs. Can't always get what you want 
But if you try sometimes, well, you might find.
that was. Oh, he's gone. He said too much Rolling Stones. Anyway, um, I have a song to play. Okay. Half Italian by AWOL Nation. Half Italian by AWOL Nation. I'm half Italian now. So are you. So I'm, I'm mostly sorry. Italian. You're half Italian. Uh, what's it called again? Okay, I think I found it. He doesn't like uh he doesn't like Rolling Stones.
half Italian by AWOL Nation. You're listening Leave to... Leave the kids alone. Leave the kids alone. Radio Free Brooklyn. And Tuesday is Halloween. Folks, stock up on candy corn and pennies for the kids. Because <laughs> you know they love that. I said yesterday... Into the mic. Into the I mic. said like yesterday, oh, can you even use pennies anymore? I threw my pennies away. I had a big penny, penny jar with a huge one. Two, two big penny jars. Candy corn and pennies. Well, these days, at least in my building, in many buildings, you got to you know sign up and say that you're going to be with trick-or-treaters. They only go to those apartments. And I know when I was a kid, that was like half the fun was like not knowing who the fuck was going to answer the door. Is it going to be someone scary in a costume? Is it going to be someone scary just because they're creepy? Is it going to be someone nice? Is it going to be somebody with... And then the kids in the neighborhood, they would they would say, you know, oh, uh, Mrs. Frayne, she's just giving out candy corn and pennies. Uh, but you want to go to Mrs. Goldstein, she's got the, she's got the M&Ms and... And 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 Mr. Powers in 12C. You want to go to his apartment? He's got he's he's got the Snickers. Snickers. That was like my mom had the big candy bars. No shit. Yeah, Joanne is nice to other kids other than me. Oh man, yeah. Word would get out that no you know, people would like everyone goes, but my mom wants to see everyone would costume. go to everyone would go to your mom's. Every mom house. Want, every mom wants to see everyone's costumes, so she's like she knows how to get them. My mom likes Halloween. She likes seeing the kids dress up. I like. Candy. I love Halloween. I love it. It's. It's like. You got to get the big candy bars if you want everyone to come. I get the good stuff. You. You ate like a lot of it last night. I know that was bad. Because I get the good stuff. <laughs> I get a and I bought ten pounds of it this year. I know that was bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you ate a pound last night. I did not eat a pound. <laughs> <laughs> I'll weigh the bag. I'll tell you. <laughs> Because I weighed the bag when I got home, oh so I could wait. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Because I was like, "This is a lot." It was like ten point two pounds. What is this note? Lucille says, "Fucking out of necessity is fine, but not when you're too mentally ill to consent." I don't know, but probably when I was explaining to you, if you did all the bad things. There would be no sense. Probably starting to make notes to yourself. I was trying to fucking out of necessity. I, I have been trying to explain consent to you why you why you've been really fucked up, and you're like it doesn't count for us. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like ah, but it does. Like, I can't like imagine if we, that got out that you're too fucked up to consent. No, I think people do know that about us. Got to get in the mic, babe. Yeah, I said, can you imagine if that got out that like I'm fucking you and you're too fucked up for consent? Like that people would what people would say about me. Like, I would be canceled. But, but like I I think people do know that we have a radical sex life. Radical is that's a good word. Radical. We have radical acceptance for a radical sex life. <laughs> uh, radical acceptance is part of cognitive behavioral therapy. David said he's using that, and I was like, "Funny that you should bring up my skill." Oh, you never heard of that skill before? I talk about it all the time, David. But it's okay. Sometimes people learn things better from a therapist than me. I guess might not be the best therapy educator. I think I'm pretty good. You're not in the mic, babe. I think I'm pretty good. Um. Also, for years and years, I used to work this party, and if this party was still going on, I'd be there tonight, not here. Um, it's uh, I'm contractually not allowed to say the name of the person who throws the party, but I swear they must put in 
they must spend at least a quarter million dollars on this party, just judging on the the amount of staff, the type of food, the amount of food, the everything, and it's uh, attracts a, almost all celebrities, and uh, um, and it's just fantastic. I just loved working those parties, and I got paid really, really well. Party gigs pay well. Yeah, party gigs are where it's at. Well, we've only got about six minutes left. We haven't played any marijuana-themed songs. Well, I didn't, you know, get any marijuana-themed songs. It is our, it is our 420, our 420th uh, episode. So I think it's appropriate to play this. Okay. It is Kaya by uh, Bob Marley.
That was Kaya by Bob Marley and the Whalers. And we only have two minutes left. I got a couple of texts from, uh, from, from Calvin. He said, he said, for zero, damn, 10 pounds of candy. I should have messaged you yesterday. I took a long walk after work yesterday and passed by your neighborhood. Yeah, you should have come by. I'm the candy man. <laughs> and then he wrote, man, listening to this, I realized I never actually went trick-or-treating before. So I know. And I said, why didn't you trick-or-treat? He said, nobody in my, in my neighborhood did it. Mom just bought candy for my brother and I for Halloween. So at least you got Halloween candy. Yeah, that is, that's nice. My mom, my mom went too cheap to buy us our own Halloween candy. She never that. <laughs> Well, we uh, have to get out of here, but stay uh, stay right here because coming up next is The Circuit with Courtney Love, um, and it's time for some thank yous. Thank you mostly to you, Lucille, even though I rag on you for not being present. I am present. Doing whatever I want. Doing whatever I want. <laughs> And uh, thank you, Calvin, for tuning in and for texting in and being a part of it and everything you do for this show. It just can't even start to say all everything that he does. Just thank you. Um, thank you, David, for phoning in. I'm glad that uh, that we were that we were uh, helpful to you. And folks, have a fun, safe Halloween. I'm going to be watching the parade. And please remember. Uh, to show yourself some love and show some love to others, it really is. It 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 really is important, and I think that you know that it is. Good night, everybody.